Hey everyone, this is Ashley, producer of the Opstars podcast. Today we're bringing you a special episode featuring a live session recorded at Opstars 2023 in San Francisco. Enjoy. Cool. We're on. Thanks everybody for coming today. Travis and I are excited to do this. I'm Hillary Carpio. I lead the account-based marketing function at Snowflake in addition to the customer growth marketing function. And I'll hand off to Travis. I'm Travis Henry. Thanks for coming out for the session. I have a bit of a unique role. I'm sales development operations at Snowflake. So me and the team that reports to me all day, every day, 365 days a year, we're optimizing the SDR motion at Snowflake in partnership with Hillary. So what are we talking about today? Hillary and I wrote a book, which we're pretty proud of. We handed out some copies and we've got something at the end of the presentation for you all as well. But basically the reason we wrote this book is because We've figured out in some way how to work across go-to-market teams and put together a cohesive motion to go out to targeted accounts and grow pipeline in our journey specifically at Snowflake. So we're gonna unpack that for you all today. We've got a tight 22 minutes and 24 seconds right now, so the book is gonna go into much more depth on all the topics we're gonna discuss today. So first we're gonna talk about where teams trying to do account-based go wrong and some of the hiccups there. And we're gonna introduce a topic and a concept that we call one team go to market. Then we'll go through how do you actually start to build this out, starting with defining your why, launching your first play, scaling what works, and ultimately adding complexity. And we'll talk about some results at the end as well. So to talk about where most teams get ABM wrong, I'm gonna hand it over to our head of ABM, Hillary. Yeah, so if you can hit the next button, you're going to see how we do ABM at Snowflake. And I'm going to preface this entire presentation by saying, what is ABM? Define it how you want it. Whatever you're doing to meet the goals of your business, great. Call it what you want to call it. So we're going to get that off the table. I'm not the ABM police like most people on LinkedIn. We're all in a safe space. So here on the screen, you can see our end-to-end -end view of our one team go-to-market, our ABM at Snowflake. We execute this across about 30 ABMers. We have 20 in North America, 10 more globally, so 30 total. We're supporting more than, uh, what are we at, 280 SDRs now, more than 1,000 sales reps, and over 9,000 accounts globally as well. So I only share this to say the scale we're doing is massive. I do have a massive team. I'll also remind you, I had one person, me, as the team at my previous company. So you can do this across all different scales. You don't have to have a massive team <laughs> to be able to do it. But the problem is when people try to do ABM or they try to do a motion like this, they start here on activation. And that's where I see a lot of people go wrong because you start with activation going, I'm going to do this ABM thing, but you don't know why. You don't know what you're measuring. You don't know how to determine if it's going to be successful. So what's going to happen? ABM didn't work. So most people start here, but you need collaboration in order to find that success. Now the challenge is in order to have collaboration with sales development and sales, you need data. And so you need that intelligence and you need to lead with data in order to have a meaningful conversation to then activate and actually engage and optimize. So we're going to kind of walk you through how to go backward and start with the intelligence and collaboration in order to help you be successful. We're all biased toward action marketers. We can all execute, right? We just have to get the pieces in place beforehand. So I'll hand off to Travis. So we've coined a new term. It's a fun exercise. If you haven't tried this before, how do you make up a concept that kind of encapsulates this thing you're doing and is new? And we came up with this phrase of one team go to market to really reflect what we think we've put together at Snowflake. And I'll just put that in some quick context against some other industry terms. 
So first, you've got account-based. Simply, that's a go-to-market motion that's focused on a target set of accounts, right? Very broad term that we refer to. The next piece is account-based marketing. So this is still a specific function that you need. It's what Hillary's team does. It's the advertisements, the account-based campaigns, the one-to-one, the one-to-many. You still need that. But when we think about one team go-to-market, it's putting together account executives and SDRs and account-based marketing. If you have customer success, include them. Partner marketing, all of your different customer-facing functions. But the important part here is two pieces. One, very big bias towards action. So how do we actually execute together in a timely fashion and get done? Number two, how do we go row in the same direction? How do we align together? So how do you get there? We're going to talk through the journey today. That's most of the presentation. So number one, you need to have a good, compelling reason for changing the way that you're working today. If things are working well right now, we're not necessarily prescribing the strategy to you. You don't need to go out and reinvent your go-to-market. But if you determine a why, that's going to help you start this journey. Number two, you got to do something. So launch your first play together. Three, start scaling what works. Four, add complexity. And then finally, you'll be arriving at what we call one team go-to-market. So first, finding your why. Why are you doing this, and how will you measure it? Well, there's a few different reasons, and they're going to be specific to your organization. Maybe you want to close bigger deals, right? Maybe that's important to the C-suite or the board or your investors. Maybe you just need to prioritize things. You're not getting into a sync and a rhythm. You don't know what to do, when to do together. And maybe you have a really complex buyer's journey. You need to get in front of multiple different teams, and you need to orchestrate more complex motions to do that. And then what that allows you to do is set up success criteria and KPIs. So as an example at Snowflake, our North Star is pipeline coverage. So we're looking at how much pipeline do we have set this quarter, next quarter, and up to four quarters out. And what is that health? Where do we have risk and softness? And how do we run these motions to go shore that up? Typically, the conversation goes more like this. Looking for a problem for all this money I've spent, and I need to do something with the super cool tech that I just bought from this great vendor. And now we're trying to cobble together a strategy. And you definitely need to have the conversation of what is your why before you go and look for that ABM solution. It's, in fact, the most important step, because it's going to tell you whether or not this is working. To Hillary's point, we are an 8,000-person company. I'm supporting over 250 SDRs. We're at massive scale. You literally only need one person who believes in the same mission that you do to get started. I don't care if you're a startup, a scale-up, what stage you're at, what size the teams are, how cooperative or uncooperative everybody is. Might be sales, talking to marketing. Might be marketing, finding your top SDR who wants to make a name for themselves, add to their career, right? Execute. It might be field marketing and an AE manager who wants to do an activation in a particular territory, start running a play together. Or me and uh, Michael Scott here joining forces and finding each other as partners. So I'll hand it over to Hillary to talk about launching your first play. Yeah, just a fun note on that, finding your partner in crime really quick. One of my leaders on my team is actually the SDR from my previous company, who when I reached out and said, hey, 
I want to try this thing. I just need somebody who wants to try it too, but I don't want to force it. He's the SDR that raised his hand and said, I'm in. And he now leads our emerging markets ABM group. So you just need that one person who believes in your mission. Um, okay, let's talk about launching your first play. Feels silly to talk about, but getting something off the ground seems to be one of the hardest parts about an account-based approach, right? How do I actually get the motion going? So we're going to give you our uh, example one-two punch that we do at Snowflake, just a very simplified version. So we start with ABM suggesting a set of accounts or a topic. So in a typical flow, we'd have, say, sales say, hey, I really want to talk to the East accounts about data science, specifically in healthcare. And then in a typical scenario, it would be, OK, great, let's go after them. Instead, what we're doing is ABM saying, hey, of your list of accounts, your accounts are surging on data lakes, not data science. And it's really the manufacturing industry that has the most interest. Let's run a play on that. And so it's bringing that collaboration and intelligence piece of the flow I showed you guys earlier, bringing that together to get the right accounts to begin with for this play. Next, we are officially deciding on that topic. So this includes the SDR, it includes the AE and the ABMer to select the cohort of accounts. And it can, in this case, it's one to many. It can be one to one, one to few, you name it, similar process. Next, ABM launches a marketing campaign. So based off of the topics, based off the industry, the technographics, you name it, we're going to create custom ads, custom graphics, custom content where needed so that we really deliver a highly relevant experience. This marinates for about two weeks in the market before the SDR reaches out to the same people with the same message pointing to the same pages and the same content. Nash Ward, he was a SDR that used to be at Snowflake, and he fondly named this warm calling for us, right? He was like, I no longer have to cold call because they know what I'm talking about when they answer the phone. So that's what this process really entails. And then we actually follow it up by what we call an end of quarter flurry. This was an idea that we had one quarter we needed to get a little boost. And we said, hey, how about instead of adding another program, another set of accounts at the end of quarter to meet quota, what if we take all of the individuals that we already sequenced, we already reached out to, retarget them with a call to action with a gated high value piece of content, turn them into an SLA and just get them over the finish line, as opposed to starting over with new contacts and new accounts with three weeks to go in the quarter. This has become a standard part now of our process. In the first time we did that, our director of enterprise on the SDR side had called out, shot up the flag for help halfway through the quarter and said, we're going to miss. And we ended up hitting that quarter from that effort of accelerating who we were already uh, in sequence with. Cool. So how do you actually do this? The image that you see on the screen here is what kind of our in-house version of an ABM platform, if you will. So Travis and I sat down in a room and said, OK, nothing goes on this, what we're calling an action board, not a dashboard, unless you know what to do with it when you see it. So if it's just a data point, you're like, huh, interesting. Doesn't go on there. It has to be, what action do I take? This is actually embedded in SFDC. And the bars across the top represent different cohorts of accounts. So before the line is propensity to create an opportunity, after the line is propensity to close that opportunity, and then the last bucket is customers. I'll dive more into the next pieces here next. On the left, you can see our MQA score, essentially, that our marketing intelligence team created for us. Stack ranked for the rep that's looking at this or the SDR that's looking at this. Now, the piece that's unique, if the account is red, it means it has not been touched by an SDR in the last 14 days. If it's green, it means it has. Very simple way for that bias toward action to say, hey, teams, SDR, ABM, sales, no red on your dashboard. That's it. Simple as that to keep it up to date. And you can keep going. And then we combine the intent topics here on the next piece. So it's great to know who to reach out to, but what are you going to say to them? I think that's where a lot of us get stuck, right? What do I put on my advertisements? What do I put in the outreach sequence? 
we're leveraging that intent to build narratives and using that to say, okay, if we know they are surging on this competitor and on this product of ours or you name it, we'll use that to craft together and weave together a message with the input of sales as well. And so this gives a one-stop shop, the single destination for everyone involved in one team go-to-market to zoom down to a single AE's set of accounts and say, what do we need to do there? Or to zoom out to an entire region and say, what's trending in this region? What kind of big program should we run? But of course, you can't pick up the phone necessarily and go sell to a company, and you can't necessarily email a company. Decisions are made by people inside of companies. So that's the next step of the action board, is how do we find people that we want to go after? And calling out some of the specific components here, we built this in order of operations in terms of dependencies. What I mean by that, let's say you know that you need to reach out to 20 people in an account in order to compel a sales cycle. You go and look at that account, the first thing you want to check, do we have 20 people in the account or not? If you're below that threshold, that's your first action on the action board, is to go enrich that account. Hillary's team will actually do that proactively for the SDR team, so we can hit the ground running and go activate in that account. You also want to stack rank, of course, by first-party data, who's using your product, or maybe a free trial, who's been at your campaigns, who's surging intent-wise. And then finally, always think about the end-user experience. Something I do is I'll sit down with an SDR and I'll just shadow them, right? I'll ride along with them and see, hey, how do you know what to do next? Where are you getting stopped? And how do we make this as frictionless as possible? In this case, great, I found all the people I want to go after. I can select those people. I can sort and filter them. And I can load them into an outreach sequence and go ahead and execute on my job. Now, that all looked extremely complicated. And I'm sure you're like, God, that would be amazing if I had Tableau people like that and a whole dedicated data team and all of these resources. Yes, we are very blessed in that regard. But again, to do these motions and to start getting results, spreadsheet, CRM, a couple of people who believe in the same thing and have a bias towards action. And then you want to measure and scale what works. So how do you know what's working? You have to define a funnel. And here, I'm a big believer in the KISS methodology, keep it simple, stupid. If an executive can't pull up a report like this and know what each stage means intrinsically, then I think you ought to simplify your stage names. So very simple. We have target accounts, engaged accounts, who's showing that intent, who is showing propensity, who should we prioritize, working accounts, where are we actively deploying sales resources. Qualified accounts, who have we qualified into a meeting? Opportunity accounts, one accounts. There's a big tendency to overcomplicate this stuff, and I actually believe you should keep it super simple, but get the complex metrics on the inspection side. So as you want to optimize this funnel, predefine, hey, if we want to increase our engaged accounts conversion, we should look at things like web traffic, marketing engagement score, What's really driving that conversion? And each one of these is a conversion point. So the other question here is, how do I know that this whole cool one team go to market thing that Travis and Hillary are talking about, how do I know if that's doing anything for me or the business? Well, you're doing something today. Whatever you're doing today is driving a funnel like this. So start measuring that baseline. And then it's simple control and experiment testing. So take a set of accounts that you're going after Go after them the way you're doing it now. Go after them in a one-team go-to-market way and see what the lift on your conversion is. That's your return on investment.
Yeah, and spoiler alert, that funnel that you guys just saw is what my team is responsible for presenting in every QBR every quarter. So they're given goals based off of those conversion percentages that they need to hit in order to make sure we're getting the right waterfall. Cool, so let's talk about how to scale that. And this is of course like a crash course, right, that we're doing right now. There's, there's more details in the book, but I have the same flow that you guys saw earlier from collaboration to optimization. And the beauty is like, it looks exactly the same, right? That's the same thing you saw in the beginning because you really need to nail down the operational component. You don't have to reinvent it every time you want to scale further to more reps, to more campaigns, to more, SDRs, whatever it might be, if you can click again, you just keep repeating the same infrastructure and subbing out the different content, subbing out the messaging, subbing out the account list, industry, you name it. And uh, what that looks like for us, if you want to go one more, is then you can add complexity. So you can see an example here of a Comcast ad. On the surface, it might look like, hey, you just threw a Comcast name on an ad. That is not what happened. The get unlimited data access for faster decisions is specifically based off of the problems we knew they were facing at the time. This is not a current one, but at the time we knew from the rep and from the intent that they needed to make faster business decisions. You can also see the little graphic on the right is a media-based graphic. That's also to resonate with the media-based company. And then on the left, you can see a persona that also looks and feels like somebody who would be buying and receiving this ad so they can see themselves in it. We have this across display ads. We send out event invitations. We create microsites, SDR outreach, sales messaging, you name it. And we just replicate this across team A, segment B, region C, mix and match. And you've got uh, essentially puzzle pieces you can put together. So what does that look like? For us, um, we have a few more tiers as well that we kind of throw in there, but at the top tier, we have our one-to-one -one strategic. These are what I call our Roomba vacuum cleaner accounts. So the RVPs pick out five, they're in there for the entire year, they cannot change them. So the idea is that we will try our tactics and just like a Roomba, we'll go down the hallway and go through an open door. If there's nothing in that room, we'll bumble our way back out and go down the hallway until we find another open door. But we're not gonna stop and we're not gonna just give up after one room, one door, one hallway. So those are all in, we're working with our partner team, ABM, field marketing, SDRs, you name it, we're all doing it together. Next is Snowball Fight. This is mostly digital one-to-one. -one. This is kind of our bread and butter tier. Every rep gets between three and five accounts. And note, we actually started with 10 accounts per rep and have brought that down over time as we have added more one-to-many to support them. And these are their top five. So these change every quarter. They can sub them in, they sub them out. Highly strategic, sitting down with ABM, STRs on a sometimes weekly basis where we'll adjust the content, adjust the copy, adjust the approach that we're taking based off of the recent updates to that account. And then lastly is what we call snowmobile. This is our one-to-many approach. This is where we really see the most bang for our buck and see about 3x the impact on these. And these are intent-driven, right? So at the DM level, I don't know if you guys experience this, but like the AEs don't want the same accounts as the DMs. So if you notice, like we're serving all three levels of sales throughout this tiering process. But these are our quick wins. We know the accounts are in market. We know how to target them. We do about 50 to 100 accounts per region in this category per quarter. And then how uh, we work with the SDR to get it off the ground. And so I mentioned we'd talk results in terms of what we've seen doing this. So we've got a 36% account to SDR meeting rate across our ABM. And that is two to four times higher than the baseline we were doing before. In other words, again, super simple. If an average SDR was going out on their own trying to crack into accounts and they were going after 10 accounts before without this motion, they were getting a meeting in one of those accounts on average. We two to four x that 
you don't have to do very complex math to then see value of a meeting, value of an opportunity, value back to the business from those opportunities. I'll throw in really quick too, that's compared to our own numbers. I had someone one time tell me, well, that's because you're snowflake. No, those are compared to our own, our own starting point. So same for you guys, just compare against your own. Right. Your baseline may be way higher than that. It might be way lower than that. But again, you're looking for lift in terms of these conversions when you roll out this motion. And we also saw a 2x faster time to meeting. So the beginning of that prospecting motion, how quickly are we getting to a meeting? Again, against a baseline. And we see an 80% ACV uplift. Granted, that number is a little questionable in terms of we're going after the most valuable accounts as well in this case. But we see that lift across the board. So in terms of what's next, everyone's talking about AI today, some really heady, crazy conversations. What are the possibilities? We're seeing some very concrete possibilities here, right? Think about not relying on an end user to go to Tableau and look at the report and say, what does that mean? What do I do next? We're going to automate that end-to-end -end for them. That's the ambition. So I think that's it. Travis will answer questions. I can take one question. How often are you guys updating the um, dashboard, and how often are you meeting with your SDRs to ensure that they're following up on those red accounts? Yeah, so the dashboard is real-time data synced from Salesforce and other data sources into Snowflake, and then we're visualizing with Tableau on top of that. So it's within a 15-minute refresh in terms of what's happening with those accounts. In terms of that meeting, that's a weekly meeting. So the way we've articulated this internally is the three legs of the stool. You need at least a sales rep with sales development with the ABMer or the marketer. Conversations that happen with any two of those breaks the stool you fall over and you start to get misaligned. You can't go after, hey, my SDR is going to go run after these accounts. That's the priority. And then, oh, marketing, can you go do some marketing stuff over on these accounts? You need to meet weekly with all three of those groups. All right, cool. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. The Opstars podcast is brought to you by Lean Data. To find out more about us and our suite of Salesforce native products for marketing, sales, and revenue operations, head to leandata.com and then make sure to search for Opstars in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that podcasts are found. Make sure to click subscribe so you don't miss on any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at Opstars and Lean Data, thanks for listening.